Everybody loves to hear good news and a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that shares people's testimonies, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and how he changes lives. We believe that this podcast will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. As you listen to messages straight from heaven and hear radical stories from everyday people whose lives have been made different by Jesus. So get ready to open your heart and encounter him and go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. My name is Merlo, and I'm so glad you're with us today. If you haven't listened to the message titled Life's Been Different, I would like to encourage you to check it out and share it with as many people as possible. For it is the story of how Jesus radically changed my life and is the Life's Been Different message. Also, we will be releasing a new episode every Wednesday. So don't forget to subscribe and share. This podcast will have three types of episodes. The first will be the simple gospel preached. The second will be messages relating to the promised land or inheriting your place of promise. Another way you could say it is simply receiving all that God has for you. The promised land is a type of salvation and is the title of my first single, Promised Land, available now on all streaming platforms. In addition to myself, for these first two categories, we have the privilege and the honor of partnering with pastors from my home church, The Rock. I am undone at the privilege of sharing alongside these pastors and whom I serve, serve with, and am led by. The third will be testimonies from ordinary people telling the extraordinary story of how Jesus radically changed their life and why their life's been different. Today's episode greatly excites me, for I have been desiring to launch this portion of the podcast for many months. Life's Been Different is a statement that gives an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and how he changed your life. Life's Been Different is all about you and Jesus. For the individual, the heart of life's been different is identity. As a ministry, the vision of life's been different is people sharing the gospel through their testimony. That's the brilliance of the life's been different clothing line. It's a simple item that says life's been different on it. So when someone asks you out in public, Hey, what's your shirt mean? Or what's your hoodie mean? Or what's your hat mean? You can say, oh, let me tell you and go into your testimony and into the gospel. As you know, I was once in the secular music industry. I got pulled from darkness and into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. And my life's been different ever since. But in my testimony, there is someone who was with me every step of the way. Someone whose testimony runs parallel to mine. And thus today, it is my pleasure to introduce you to my dear friend, Kenya Denenberg. Kenya was my music manager up until 2019, and she was with me every step of the way, even before true repentance in 2016. I remember the day I decided to follow Jesus. I'll never forget. I called her and said, I'm going to follow Jesus now. I want to pull down all my music, my entire catalog, all my videos. I'm leaving my group. I'm walking away from the artist that was putting us out. And I'm not going to do music anymore. 
I'm going to change my number and all of that. I'm sorry. I know we had high hopes to take over the music industry and we're at the height of our career, but I have to go now. I hope you find another artist. And I'll never forget what she said. She said, so what song do you want to pull down first? And the rest was history. We both decided to follow Jesus together, and shortly after, she moved to North Carolina. But more than this, Kenya is actually the co-founder of Merlo Enterprises, and life's been different. That's right. She actually helped me start this ministry so many years ago. And she actually wrote the hook on my first single, Promised Land. We've been on a great journey of friendship and getting to know Jesus. And we together believe that many lives will be saved and brought into the kingdom of God because of the power of the gospel and people's testimonies. My prayer is that you get deeply touched by her testimony. Even though it's only about 2%, I trust that it will deeply impact many. Lean in and I will come back at the end with a few thoughts. Welcome to Why Kenya's Life's Been Different. My name is Kenya, and this is why my life is different. I was saved in March of 2017. I decided to follow Christ and leave everything behind at what I thought was the height of my career. Leave everything behind? That sounds easy enough. I'm pregnant, single, and 3,000 miles away from where I need to be to keep working. It's over anyway, so God is going to have to do this for me. I don't know how. I spent the next three years trying to be enough, trying to read my Bible enough, trying to be spiritual enough, trying to be good enough, trying to be righteous and holy enough, and I never felt like I measured up. I had had enough of this life and I wanted to figure out another way. I was ready to give up. And then he came. He spoke to me through a familiar voice, a friend I had talked to a thousand times before. He said, I know you're tired. I know you're lost. I know you don't want to, but just surrender. Just press in and I will open the doors. I was expecting the doors to open to marriage, to money, to recognition, to adrenaline and excitement because that was how I measured my worth. How much do these men want me? That was the million dollar question in my life. How wanted am I? How seen am I by the people around me? How do I measure up in the eyes of my peers? Who can I shrewdly manipulate and lie to to make my success? Will I be wealthy enough to say, see, I did it. I told you this God thing works. Would I be desirable enough to have any man I wanted? I wanted God to give me a nice, sweet, barrel-aged, double shot of Fixel on the rocks, but he wanted to give me living water. So in my worldly mindset and all of my brokenness, at the end of myself, I pressed in, hoping he would open the door to a one-stop miracle. But he didn't. It didn't happen. He didn't open one door, he opened a hundred doors. He opened the door to deep healing from loss and abuse and sexual assault. He opened the door to freedom from sex addiction and broke bondage to pornography. He opened the door to renewed mindset. He opened the door to true repentance. He opened the door to his truth and his goodness and he revealed himself to me. And perhaps most importantly, he opened the door to worth. He showed me who I am. He chipped away at striving to be enough by introducing me to a woman who is healed and whole. A woman who is fiercely loved. A woman who is righteous, holy, and redeemed. She is shining, cared for, and his delight. 
She is the light of the earth, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. She is a mighty worshiper, chosen and gifted. She is enough. He introduced me to me in him. He taught me my identity and he filled the hole I had inside of me with his unfailing love. I no longer strive. I simply am. You see, I was looking to others to validate me. I was looking to the people around me to validate my worth. I was looking to what social media said makes me worthy. Money, getting on the Forbes list before I turned 30 years old. I was working in the music industry around some of the biggest celebrities and I thought that that made me something. I thought that that meant I was successful. I was worthy. I was living a life worth living, the American dream. But one day it all turned to dust. I was still empty inside. I was still completely lost. I was still broken. I was still depressed. And I was still making bad decision after bad decision. And I finally made the right one. I made one decision that begot all other decisions. And I chose to follow Jesus Christ with all of my heart and all of my might. And even though I spent the first three years chasing after information instead of intimacy, he was chasing after me twice as fast. And he met me in that place. And he changed my life forever. And each and every day, thanks to OSL and the disciplines and practices that it encourages you to put in place in your life, I started making that same decision to follow Christ every day. Every morning I wake up three hours before my kids and I spend time with the Lord. And that is what changes my life daily. That goes beyond circumstance. It goes beyond situations. It goes beyond money. It goes beyond friends. And it goes beyond anything that the enemy can throw at me. Day after day after day, I choose Jesus. And you know what, friends? He chose me too. Before time ever began. And if you're listening to this and you feel that deep pull in the pit of your chest and that cry to your soul that says, follow me, then I implore you to make the same decision I did and to choose Jesus today. At the end of this podcast, you'll hear Merlo lead you in a prayer to give up your worldly life and to follow Christ. And I encourage you with all of my heart and all of my soul to pray that prayer today. And your life can be different too. If he changed someone like me, he will do it again. My life's been different and your life can be different too. I love me because he first loved me. Identity is my testimony. Amen. Yes, the issue at heart is identity. And like I often say, that's why I was attaching myself to what I thought I wanted. How social media, music, and the culture of hip-hop consumed me. And if you ever met Kenya, she would tell you that this was all that I thought about before I met Jesus. 
A few things that stuck out to me from Kenya's testimony is how she said she was ready to find another way and how she was expecting doors to open and look a certain way and to come in a certain form. Let's together look at a passage of scripture that brings to light these very two things. Turn with me to John chapter 9 verse 35 and we are going to read through chapter 10 verse 14. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said to him, Do you believe in the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said, You have both seen him, and it is he who was talking to you. And he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. And Jesus said, for judgment I have come into this world, that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may be made blind. Then some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these words and said to him, Are we blind also? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say we see, therefore your sin remains. Chapter 10 verse 1. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy, but I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. Wow. It is important to note that this is an ongoing conversation from chapter 9, and is all in the same event as chapter 8. This is all the same story. So picture this. Let me give you a little bit of context. This account actually started and is a byproduct of the famous story of the woman caught in adultery. And the conversation that came from that moment. When Jesus didn't condemn the woman like they thought he would. He starts talking to the Jewish leaders and the Jews. And he tells them that he is God. In chapter 8 verse 58. By saying, before Abraham was, I am. 
This was the I am from the account of Moses and the burning bush in Exodus 3, 14. This I am is Jesus saying that I am God, God Almighty, Creator God, the God that spoke to Moses and Abraham. And when he said this, they got hot and they were trying to stone and kill him. So Jesus leaves the temple and as he's leaving, he makes a stop. Notice the end of chapter 8 verse 59 flowing into the first verse of chapter 9. And as Jesus passed by, he saw the man. This is incredible because Jesus is in a hot spot. He's literally fleeing from danger. People are trying to kill him and throw stones at him. And yet as he's leaving the temple, he stops right outside the temple, literally at the gates. This blind man would have been begging at the gate. And as Jesus is in danger for his life, fleeing, he makes a stop. People are trying to kill him and yet he stops to talk to a blind man, a beggar. Oh, you got to read chapters 8 through 10 on your own time. It's an epic flow of events. So he heals this guy and creates new eyes for him and keeps it pushing. The guy was blind, so he didn't see Jesus. And this causes an uproar. The man actually said, Nothing like this has ever been done in Israel before. Since the beginning of time, no one born blind has ever been made to see. This guy gets put on trial. He goes back and forth with the Jews and his neighbors. They even bring in his parents. They can't wrap their minds around this. So they kick him out of the temple. And as he gets kicked out of the temple, Jesus, the seeking God, finds him again. And as he's leaving a place of rejection, he runs into Jesus. And Jesus asks him, Do you believe in the Son of God? In this moment, the guy's heart was wide open. And thus, Jesus meets us today. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. In direct response to the Jewish leader standing by. This would have been widely understood from the Jewish leaders. Since the Old Testament, God has been called a shepherd. This passage cannot be understood away from chapter 9 verses 35 through 41. Oftentimes it's easy to think because we're in a new chapter that it starts a new story or a new day. When the Bible was first written, it wasn't written in chapter and verse, but it was all one flowing account. Note here that Jesus is talking to a man once blind directly after they kicked him out of the church. And the same people that kicked him out were standing around close enough to hear Jesus say this to him. Can you imagine this widely famous passage of scripture called the good shepherd was said to a small group, a handful of people in response to what happened to one guy that all began from a woman who was caught in adultery. Oh, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, stopping for one always. Do you feel like you're coming from a place of rejection? Do you feel like an outcast? Sometimes it just may be internally. Things around you might be going on, but there's something inside of you that you just feel lost. You feel like you're blind. 
You feel like you can't find your way around life. Like there's something more. You have questions and you don't have answers. It's almost like you're walking around in the dark. And though you have a light, you still can't see. Today, Jesus is going to give you new eyes to see him. And thus this simple question is asked. Do you believe in the Son of God? Jesus Christ, the door, who is all and in all? The word of the Lord, the word made flesh, God walking in the garden seeking his friend, the image of the invisible God who in him dwells the fullness of God. Jesus is the complete fullness of deity living in human form. He's the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God. He was before all things and in him all things consist. Jesus Christ is God who was and is and is to come, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and end, from eternity past, the Messiah, the Christ, the Anointed One, the Prince of Peace, Almighty Creator God, the Lord of Lords, the Lord of Hosts, the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, the image of the invisible God, who is Himself God. Listen, Jesus is the door. The world will tell you and tells us that there are other ways. There are always new ways coming out, new ways invented, new ways to have a higher thought to get to heaven, the afterlife. How do you get to what's next? Let's go back to chapter 9 verse 35. When Jesus heard that they had cast him out, listen, when you feel like you're casted out, Jesus knows. And when he found him, And when he finds you, he said to him, and he's saying to you today, Do you believe in the Son of God? And he answered, and we must answer, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said, You have both seen him, and it is he who is talking to you. And he said, and we must say, Lord, I believe and begin to worship him. Today, Jesus is introducing you to you in Him, an opportunity to have a fresh start. It all comes to the point of one decision. Jesus is asking us, do you believe in the Son of God? Oh, how we must have this same response. Right now, wherever you are, just say, Lord, I believe and begin to worship Him. By faith, enter into the abundant life of Jesus. You enter in by Jesus because Jesus is the door. Entering through Jesus is what gives you life more abundantly. I love how it says in chapter 10 verse 9 in the Passion Translation. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. This is the gospel. This is what happened to Kenya and I and so many others. We are experiencing life more abundantly, and that's why our lives have become different. I had never seen this so clearly before, that this true story of the blind who had been given new eyes was tied to the Good Shepherd and how it is the perfect picture of the gospel leading to salvation. There is so much in these two chapters. We could talk about and break down 
verse by verse for hours and hours. But what I want to focus on is the key word from Kenya's testimony. Doors. Jesus literally said, I am the door. Jesus explains so clearly what our world is trying to do. So many people don't want to accept the fact that Jesus is the only way to heaven. There is no other way. This is the way. But we have to have new eyes to see. Maybe this is your first time hearing the gospel. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. And only through me can anyone get to the Father. I am the door. Listen, Jesus Christ died for our sins. Just as the scriptures said, He was buried and was raised from the dead on the third day and is alive today. If you confess with your mouth, Openly declare and decide in your mind to make Jesus the Lord of the rest of your life and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, you will be saved. For by grace, through faith, and believing that Jesus is God and that he was raised from the dead to take away your sins, you will be saved. It's not of anything you do, lest you begin to boast. Now you're born again. You're the righteousness of God in him. You are free and a child of God. You have been made clean, holy, worthy, wanted and chosen and have been made right with God. You are his friend. You're who he came to be with. You're it. He gave his life for you. Neither death nor life nor people or circumstances or anything that has happened to you or anything that will happen to you. No height or depth or anything created will be able to separate you from his love. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Your spirit has been reborn. Immediately when you receive Jesus, you become what's called born again, or born from above. Your spirit goes from being dead to being alive, detached from God to attached to God, from outside of the family to inside of the family, from apart from Jesus to in Christ Jesus and Him and you. A new creation, a fresh start. You have been made new. I had been made new. Kenya had been made new. The blind man had been made new. We had all come to a decision, and life's been different ever since. Today can be the start of your testimony. From this day forward, you can say, life's been different for me too. And you can see life with new eyes. Listen, I know that I know that I know the day that I met the creator of the universe face to face. I know the day I got saved and truly repented. The day my eyes were opened and Jesus Christ was revealed to me. The day that I got new eyes, that I said, I believe in the Son of God and began to worship Him. The day I met Jesus, because my life's been different ever since. Jesus is real. He loves you and is waiting with open arms to accept you. If you indeed continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard, the gospel of Jesus Christ, of which I, Merlot, have become a servant, then like for me that day, and like for Kenya on her day, 
and like the blind man on this day that we're reading about. Today is your day, the day of salvation. You're one decision away. Or maybe you're ready to finally make your all-in commitment. Decide and begin to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Life's Been Different podcast. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing and resources, music by Merlot, or OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.